What's shaking you tonight? Welcome to Lords of the Late Box. <laughs> Welcome to the Lords fault. of Long Box Strengths, uh, the Shakers of the Week. You know what time it is, boys and girls, as we get started. Uh, it's Freestyle Friday. Well, it's, you know, tomorrow is Friday. So, but you know, like, we like to drop some freestyle music while you guys are congregating in the live chat. So, uh, let's see what we got for you, boys and girls. Do, 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 do. Hit it. Yes, I did. Uh, it just goes on forever and ever and ever. You know what? I'm going to switch it up a little. I'm going to do, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Instead of freestyle, we're going to do some old school house music. How you like them apples? Great oh, Armin yeah. Van Helden. Uh, that takes me way back. My clubbing days in the 90s, yo. That's when I used to be a water tender from 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. Water Ooh, tender. Water wow. tender. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excuse me, boys and girls. Welcome to the comic book shakers of the week for the week of uh, January 26th. This one, this isn't that difficult. There are some offers on here, though. But uh, JB, say what's good to people. How you doing, everybody? I'm glad to be back to the Shakers list here on a Thursday night with the best chat on YouTube. Shout out to you. And if you're watching this on the Rewind, pay close attention. At some point during the show, TiVo is going to give you that magic word that you're going to want to drop in the comments below because we really liked how that turned out. So shout out to everybody who's watching us live and on the Rewind. Otto, say what's good to the people. 
What's good, everybody? Look, JB didn't get the memo about the red hoodies, bro. Come on, man. I, well, I got my new T-shirt. For you my do, bad respect for that. Bad props for that. You got oh, really to see everybody, everybody. Characters, you might want to be paying attention. I'm just want to be attention to JB's gear. That's right. Happy to join you guys tonight. It's been a hot minute, but I'm ready to shake some books out here. Let's see it. Yeah, uh, Laura and uh, Aunt had a uh, fancy party they had to uh, attend to, so Laura couldn't make it. So, you know, Otto stepped in. I believe it. they went to the Catalina uh, wine mixer. So, uh, you know what happens there? It goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. Uh, Santa Ana, dry wind today, just messing up my allergies like nuts. But once again, this is the cover price shakers of the week. Uh, sponsored by our friends over at Cover Price for your price guides, collections, and trends, a top 10 list that we do every Tuesday at 6, 6 p.m. And the uh, shakers that we do every Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, on podcasts also, say, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. The show is also sponsored by our good friends over at Bird City Comics. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B-D to get uh, 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Um, nothing this week, but you know, we're going to tease some stuff next Tuesday. So just pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Just pay attention, man. Um, this sold out by the way, a million genies number eight. Um, and, uh, it sold out in, in about a day, but you'll get a chance to get a copy at my LCS in March. Comics, shoes, and toys. Comics, shoes, and toys. And, um, uh, uh, Tony Fleece will be there to do signings, and I will be there as well. So, uh, if you missed out, then uh, come back and uh, you get a chance to get it. You know what I'm saying? That's how we rock, man. So, all right, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price comic book shakers of the week. Uh, this this comes from friends from uh, cover price focusing on new high sales or the most interesting sales. Found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. Make sure you check out every day to review some of the hottest trending markets, hottest trending books on the market. Excuse my lisp. I have my new Invisaligner day today, and I have them. This is when it hurts the most. But this is my last tray or last set of trays. So hopefully my Invisaligners will be done. Uh, so um, let's go right to it, boys and girls. What do we have for shaker number one? All right. Remember, these are in alphabetical order. And uh, to kick off tonight's show, we've got Amazing Spider-Man issue 678, the 1 in 50 Kenyonis variant, originally published in 2012. Now, the Venom variants that came out in 2012 have always been popular with collectors as Venom graced the cover of 19 titles with all of them being one in 50 variants. A few of them be have become quite valuable, but the Mary Jane Venom cover has risen to the top as the creme de la creme and has been homaged on published covers and original sketch art in years since. Now, in 2017, Mary Jane actually became Venom in Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, issue number eight. Well, this week we saw a record-breaking sale of a graded 9.8 for a sweet seven grand on January 19th. Even Damn. in a down market, rare Spider-Man variants are still as collectible and valuable as ever. Seven G's. Seven G's. Damn. <clears throat> I'm shocked somebody has this. I just saw a bunch of offers on this. I thought for sure somebody would have this. I thought this was out there, man. I jeez. I've seen it out there. Yeah. I'm I'm shocked that um, you know, you know, but uh I mean they, they all look kind of the same, you know what I mean? It, it's like, you know, but uh eh, so there was 19 different one in fifty variants that year for That's Venom. Crazy. Yeah, and in 2012, the market wasn't that hot. So, uh, you know, but 9.8 for seven grand, good Lord, have mercy. Uh, ASM 678, the Joe Can Canones, uh, Venom 150, Marvel from 2012. So seven grand in a 9.8. All right, Otto, you're up. All right, there we go. Aspen number one, my man, Michael Turner, yes. rest in peace. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Uh, Aspen number one, Michael Turner from 2003, uh, Wizard World East. Uh, we mentioned him many times in previous reports, but comic fans love Michael Turner. Uh, when 
Turner departed from Image and Top Cow. He used his stature in comics to create his own publishing company with Aspen Comics in, 20, in 2003. The company's brand ambassador and flagship character was Fathom, a.k.a. Aspen. Uh, his creator-owned series for Image Comics, Aspen Number 1, marked the first series released by the new publisher, introducing the shared Aspen world of comics that would include Soulfire, Ecos, and Fathom. While a convention sketchbook was released prior, this World of World East variant marked the first proper convention variant, limited to 1,500. You would think it'd be easy to find, however, being released um, to a comic market that was still unsure about Aspen's future, these copies flew under the radar for over well over a decade. Mix in our affinity for all things Michael Turner, and you can see why this exclusive now commands a premium aftermarket prices like last week's all-time high of $445 for a CGC 9.8 and a steady $100 for Raw Dogs. So Turner every year. Right here. I yeah, feel like every year, every year it's a little bit more the demand <clears throat> for the Michael Turner stuff. It just yeah, is growing rightfully growing so every year. And for you new collectors who don't remember, the Wizard Worlds uh, was was a pretty big thing back then. You know, they were trying to compete with Comic Con. They had Wizard World West, you know, and they had Wizard World East. This is all part of you know uh, Wizard. Uh, I think Wizard Magazine, you know, doing their thing, doing their cons, uh, but. Uh, so they're pretty hard to come by um, unless, you know, on eBay. But, you know, you know, back then, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I just think about the Young Avengers West Coast one, uh, the West Coast one, 9.5. Shout out to my man, Dark Side Jedi, who bought the uh, Wizard World Young, uh, Young Avengers number one, 9.5. That fetches pretty penny right now. So Micah Turner presents Aspen issue number one from Micah Turner, 2003, uh, Wizard World East. From 2003, only $545. Hmm, that's, that seems rather low to me. I, you know, I, I don't know why they Aspen hasn't, you know, done um, option anything to all the streaming services or movies, you know. But I, I, I think something is in the works. Do you think that's, it's hung up in the estate of type thing? Um, maybe no. not this long. Not this yeah. long, right? No, no, I think I think something's in the works. People know stuff. People know stuff. All right, this one's definitely an offer. This is this is definitely. I want proof of life of anybody that claims to have this. Tag Lords of the Longbox on Instagram. a newspaper. Well, there aren't any news, but you know what I mean. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Chevelle Noir, issue number one, originally published in 1989 from Dark Horse Comics. Now, Chevelle Noir was an anthology series from Dark Horse that featured comic creators from all around the world. Issue number one features a provocative cover from none other than the legendary Dave Stevens. A CGC 9.8 sold this week for $460, which is a new record. Now, books in the Cheval Noir series are difficult in high grade as they are square bound with a cardstock cover. While there are 74 graded copies on the CGC census, only 21 are graded at 9.8. Now, demand for classic Dave Stevens covers continues to increase steadily, even in this extremely soft market. Stevens also did an amazing cover for issue number seven of this series. It'll be interesting to see how it performs in the future. So, <clears throat> uh, Chevelle Noir, number one, Dark Horse, uh, for um, 1989, 460 bones and 9.8. Um, the comments were very interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, shout out to our friends over at uh, Cover Price, Matt, and they're saying there's an Aspen animated feature in the works and it's going to be uh, Fathom. So, Love there it. you go. So, there you go. See, it's always something people there know stuff. Go. Yeah. All right, what do you got for the next one? Uh, this way, okay. We've been talking we gotta, about this. Can I go ahead? We've been talking about this for, for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, this is no, it's been recently the 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 uptick of um musicians on covers um have gotten uh kind of popular, right? But you know, run the jewels guess what it is. was the one that really kind of set it off right yeah and with that i give you this deadpool 45 but not 10 years but at least five years we've been talking about this scotty young uh young jewels variant from 2015 issue 45 like you just said 
this uh, run marked the 250th issue of Deadpool. It was also the last issue in this series. Uh, since this, this was an incentive variant, a 1 in 50 to be exact, it's definitely not flooding the market. Also, it predates the 2016 hip-hop covers and sets a strong precedence for fans of Run the Jewels and further collaborations between Marvel and music. Recently, a raw estimated near mint sold for $646, beating out the previous high of $558 from October of last year. There have also been only 19 slab sales, even though there are 255 on the CGC census. It looks like there are some Run the Jewel fans that are holding on to this one. Black cover, graded. God, we've seen this book for so long. And I still don't own it. I know. <clears throat> I mean, there's many? been so many um, homages to this, too. I mean, You have this, just, right, TiVo? I wish. No. I have. No. There, I, I think I have the. There's one with uh, Howard the Duck doing it as well. I, I think I have that one. There's a Howard the Duck uh, uh, Run the Jewels, too. Um, if you want to know who Run the Jewels is, just just go on youtube and search it you know it's um the song that is played during the um black panther trailer which is just dope i mean uh i mean you know uh just they're dope mcs and they they put on a really great live show so if you don't know who run the jewels are shame on you all right so we go from defo number 45 to Something, yeah, something pretty uh, well. Yeah. Wow, you know, I just ever saw this book the other DC day and I have no yeah. idea what it was, and now I understand what's going on with this book. Next up, we've got the Flash issue number eight, the Art Germ one in ten variant, originally published in 2010. Hmm. Now, in 2022, the name Art Germ is widely known, respected, and loved in the comic book industry. However, in 2010, Stanley Art Germ Lau was a pretty unknown cover artist for mostly DC titles. Yet even then, there was just something about his art style that made you pick up a copy. This issue, featuring Art Germ's Flash versus Reverse Flash cover, was setting the table for the upcoming and highly beloved Flashpoint series. In 2010, we reported time and time again how low comic book print runs during this time even one in tens have proved to be quite scarce 13 years later. Hence, this week's new high sale for $100 for a raw copy. As we look back on this cover, it stands out amongst his current work, which tends to feature mostly female-based comic characters and is a must-have for any Art Germ fan. Note, check out some of his Superboy number 4 variants as well, which were released right around the same time. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I I would never guess this was Art Germ, right? I mean, because you know he typically does, does yeah, yeah, he typically does women. I mean, you know, but this one is, is this is dope. But uh, dope. and then you know, yeah, 2010, and then as he went on, he he had this kind of aesthetic with women. They all kind of looked the same. They, uh, how do I say this? Uh, they, they made them all look Asian, even like Lady Thor. Uh, it was weird. And then he changed. You know, artists, you know, they go through their things. So, you know, um, you know, what are you going to do? You know, but it's dope, though. Now I need to find it. But back in 2010, a 1 in 10 variant, that that was pretty rare. I mean, you know, if you think about it now, you know, 1 in 25s, 1 in 50s. But, you know, 1 in 10, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's especially DC. They don't, they typically do cover A, cover B, but... Uh, this one is definitely dope. <clears throat> so Flash number 8, the art term 1 in 10 from 2010. Raw Dog, 9.0 to 9.4, $100, meaning uh, it was a raw sale that they verified that it was around that range. So mm -hmm. uh, we go from um, the Flash to something a little bit more risque, do okay. I say. Forgive me, Father. How did I get this lucky? Forgive me, Father, number <laughs> two. By Jeff Deacon. This is Creature Entertainment from 2016. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, a CGC, uh, a CGC 9.8 copy of "Forgive Me, Father" number two by Jeff Deacon sold for a new record price of uh, $1,275 this week. This is arguably Deacon's most sought-after book. It's extremely rare, with less than 200 copies produced, according to the publisher Creature Entertainment. There are currently only 12 copies on the CGC census with 10 graded at 9.8 and the remainder 9.6. The, 
There are few artists that can command the attention of the comic book community like Jeff Dekelkan. His fresh and unique styles continue to attract new collectors. It's worth mentioning that a raw copy, 9 to 9.4, for this, uh, for Give Me Father number two, sold for $425 at the end of December last year. I don't think I've ever seen this anywhere, and I would remember this. You, you, you wouldn't forget this one, huh? Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I just, I mean, here's a segment on our show we always do is let's try to guess how to pronounce the last name. I'm going right. to say DeCall. Okay. I would have said DeCall. I would have went with DeCall. All right. People in the hey, you know, what did I say? Tomato, Deco, tomato, Deco, man. Oh, my God. It's my accent. What do you want? Yeah, I'm gonna say decal. All right, decal. Uh, Jeff decal. Uh, hey, make sure you guys like the video because if you guys uh, we hit 50, 100 uh, certain likes, then we're gonna start giving some shit away because I'm in a That's gift. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. It, it, you know, I we're just sitting hey, on Tivo, Remember, we still have to give the magic word that we want people to leave who are watching the rewind because we have a lot of people that actually watch the rewind of this show. Shout out to you. Yeah, for watching the rewind of this show, TiVo is going to drop the magic word, and you're going to leave that in the comments so we can get you into the giveaways. Yeah, so make sure you stick around to the end of the show. And Kenneth Bird always is saying he has five point at nine out of ten. Kenneth Bird, we need proof of life. Okay, Kenneth Bird, proof must of life, be trolling us because there's proof no of way life. in hell. Proof of life. <laughs> Uh, also, um, we are going to be giving away, uh, six bird city comics exclusives at the end of the show. Um, so, uh, if you remember last week's show, I am going back, uh, last week's show, I told you to leave a comment and cause we were, we were just giving stuff to people in the live chat. So we listened to our viewers. They said, Hey, how about people who watch on the rewind? So we got a bunch of comments and likes and make sure you're subscribed to Lord so that, you know, you can, we can pick a winner. So we're going to pick a random winner at the end of the show and uh, maybe one, maybe two. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling squirrely again. I don't know. It's feeling crazy. Squirrely again. Look and at this I'm, guy. Yeah, I'm crazy. Betty stereo world. Come on. Crazy Betty. Uh, forgive me. Father number two, the Jeff to call uh, creature entertainment from 2016, $1,275. I wonder if this, this should be, this should be adapted. Definitely. All right. What's up next? Ah, look at this. This is a fantastic story, everyone. Sit back and relax on this one. Next up, we've got Marvel Super Special, issue number 22, originally published in 1982. Now, Blade Runner was released in 1982 by the incredible Ridley Scott and starred a young Harrison Ford. With those two names involved, it's surprising that it would become a huge box office flop, ranking in a mere 41 million on a budget of 30 million while getting smashed by the critics. Way ahead now, of its time. Now, in the years since its release, Blade Runner has become a sci fi classic, pioneering what is now known as the cyberpunk genre. The sequel, Blade Runner 2049, was released in 2017 and won two. Academy Awards for Best Cinematography and Best Visual Effects. The third sequel to this franchise, Blade Runner 2099, was greenlit by Amazon last year and is scheduled to start shooting this summer as a television series. Now, although raw copies of Marvel Super Special hover around $30 for mid-grade, this week saw a monster sale of $6. $190 for a graded 9.8, which smashed the previous high by nearly 300 bucks. Not bad for a franchise that took its time to become the cult classic that it is today. And this was like magazine size, right? If I, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this was a magazine size. So, I mean, we talk about it every week that, you know, now that movies are coming out or things are coming out that people are going, you know, you know, that weren't comic properties before people are saying, you know what, I'm going to go buy that. And I've always said, go, Hey, go get the first Indiana Jones. Cause Indiana Jones movie is coming out, you know, uh, the avatar comic book, uh, you know, the list goes on and on Dune, Not so much. It didn't really, <laughs> I don't know what happened with Dune, but it didn't really take know. off like it used to. But, uh, but, you know, uh, we saw that on the, on, on Tuesday show with, um, uh, 
some cartoons that are being developed and people are buying it up. Uh, and so, you know, I would also say look for Dungeons and Dragons comic. I think that may be the next spec because that movie looks pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I've been on a, I've been on like a sci-fi fantasy kick on Netflix and auto knows because in the live chat, I'm like, you guys, have you, have you guys seen this? Have you guys seen yep, this? This, yep. is, this is so awesome. You guys need to check out this. So uh, right now I, I, I just finished. Uh, I'm on a Turkish show called oh, the protector geez. yeah yes <laughs> that's how deep i've gone so it's it's a tur tur turkish show on netflix called the protector and it's uh, is netflix uh, recommending these to you tim is the uh, algorithm kicking these out to you yes, it is yeah it yeah. is yeah. <laughs> yeah some are awful but some are good and i could tell but then you know the first you know like dragon age uh was pretty dope um uh the uh, i watched the witcher animated one that was dope as well uh yeah um and then the uh just just go on there just just follow just listen to what i say um, i'm gonna do a weekly segment of what people watch and you should watch and what people yep. watch that you shouldn't watch <laughs> you know what i'm saying the greatest right. movie of that genre tim what was it in night what 1982 no 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 of what you were just talking with that subject matter that you were watching that you're watching right now greatest your favorite movie of all time Excalibur. 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 Come on, man. The Borman one? Come on. The original oh, Excalibur. One of the greatest oh. things ever. Yes. Yeah, the soundtrack. I'm sorry. That's my ride, ride of the Valkyrie. Uh, that's an awful way, but yeah. That's when wow, King Arthur King Arthur comes back to life. He rides through the land. All the flowers bloom, and they play the music, and you just can't get wrapped. You just get wrapped into it. It's such a great, and it's dark, and it's gritty, and it's just awesome. Ex Excalibur by John Borman. Oh, so great. Uh, the sequel, eh, that's uh, not so much. Eh, still, eh, still better than watching nothing, right? Maybe. All right. Marvel Super Special number 22 from uh, 1982 and 9.8 for 690 bones. Wow, 9.8. That was hard to find and not great, probably. All right. Uh, here's an offer. Yeah, this is an oldie right here. My God. We're going all the way back. This is Popular Comics 1, a Dell comic from 1936. As old as this book is, it's no surprise that this is our first recorded sale of it. In fact, this book is so scarce that there are only 14 graded copies on the CBC census, five of them being restowed, uh, with the highest non-restored copy being a 5.0. This book features such characters as Little Orphan Annie, Don Winslow, Gasoline Alley, Terry and the Pirates, and most famous for being the first comic book appearance of Dick Tracy and that Apple Watch in some ways. Tracy first appeared in a Detroit newspaper comic strip in 1931, and Popular Comics was a reprint of these comic strips. Uh, the comic strips went on for decades, and Tracy only appeared on the radio, television, and a big screen as recently as 1990, starring Warren Beatty and Madonna. There was an enormous Ross sale this week of $1,750 on $119.23, which comes as no surprise. Wow. Holy we need cow. we need more dick. Yes. <laughs> we need, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I think Madonna why, said that. Yeah, we need. Oh man, we need more Dick Tracy. I mean, why not? I mean, give me a new Rocketeer film and a new Dick Tracy film. You know, or make it a series. You know, it was cool. He was kind of like a super spy. Had this watch, and you know, uh, what he had like a yellow trench coat or or something. Oh like yeah, that. Or, yeah. yeah. I remember watching a film and I was like, who was in it? Was it was it Al Pacino that was in Al Pacino really was the bad crazy guy prosthetics? Yeah. yeah. He was the yeah, hammerhead guy, right? Was he hammerhead? Yeah, he had these really horrible prosthetics on. Uh, uh but uh it was it was it was fun for its time, uh, you know, for a good old Dick Tracy. <laughs> All right, what do we got up next? <laughs> All right, folks. Next up we've got man, this one's a good one. Sonic. The Hedgehog, issue number 39, originally published in 1996. Now, poor Dr. Robotnik, try as he might, can't beat a foe like Sonic the Hedgehog. So what better weapon to create than a deadly robot version of Sonic himself? Enter Mecha Sonic, whose first U.S. comic appearance is in this issue. Now, the first non-U.S. appearance was in a U.K. Sonic comic number six. Inspired by the popular mecha characters like Godzilla, Sonic's creator, Yasushi Yamaguchi, intended Ooh, Mecha Sonic well to be Dr. Robotnik's or Dr. Eggman in Japan. 
main combat unit, but was scrapped for a time and instead created the easier design Batniks. Now, the character eventually became a more formidable adversary over time and returned in various forms over multiple games, comic books, and merchandise. Note, this is a different character from Metal Sonic, who first appeared in Sonic the Hedgehog issue number 25 in 1995. However, to make things confusing, Metal Sonic was called Mecha Sonic and then retconned and renamed Metal Sonic in later issues. Good lord. Uh, Mecha Sonic was designed for durability and strength, whereas Metal Sonic was designed for speed and greater intelligence. Both are rumored to appear in Sonic the Hedgehog number three. They also have a different design aesthetics. If they do appear in the next film, will it be both or only one iteration? Could we see Metal Sonic lead an army of Mecha Sonics? <laughs> for now, despite first appearance confusion the market has been driving up the prices for this first u.s appearance to a hundred dollars raw and a new all-time high of 525 dollars for a cgc 9.8 i'm telling you <clears throat> these these kind of uh video game comic book adaptations they seem to be just popping up all over the place uh you know um, shout out to Nira Nirvana who did a deep dive on The Last of Us and the, the comics. And if you're not watching The Last of Us, it is really good. Um, uh, and apparently Sony has a deal where they're going to be doing a lot more uh, video game stuff. I believe there's going to be a live action God of War that's coming, which would be fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog for you. So, um yeah, so there's one more on the list before we see what's shaking today, boys and girls. So don't go away. Sonic the Hedgehog number 39, newsstand edition from October 96, $54 for a raw, raw VFV 7.0 to 8.5. Um, you know what? Dark Side Jedi said it the best. It can't be a Shakers or Lord or show without this book. It's like herpes That's it right. just pops up. Of course. <laughs> Spawn. Look at this. Nine, uh, Spawn 189. This is the Todd, obviously Todd McFarlane, black and white from 2009. I've never seen this one, to be honest with you, either. <laughs> Rare spawn variants always find a way uh, home in the aftermarket. This book is one of them. However, it has no concrete print run to indicate just how rare it is. Rumors swirl that it's a 1 in 25, which was limited to 100 copies. Unlikely, as that there are 57 on the CGC census, 28, uh, 28 of which are 9.8s. Regardless, it's a rare book and quetches, uh, fetches quite a sum. Recently, a CGC 8.0 came to the market and sold for a nice 2K. That Oof. surpasses the last CGC 8.5 sale of 1500 bucks back in 2020. And it's quickly closing on the previous CGC 9.6 sale of $3,000 established last year. Even reported near mint copies are, close, cl are fetching close to 1500 bucks. The community loves their rare spawn variants, especially when the Todd father himself himself takes a moment to dedicate uh, to the character delivering an excellent spawn cover. Nope, never seen this. No shows, it, no nothing. Never no. seen it. it Fifteen hundred yeah. for raw? Yes, raw. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, can you go to state? Uh, drop a comment in the section. Uh, you there was a I think a spawn one eighty five or something like yeah. that, that fetches big dollars and, for, and he found I, it and he found it for like three bucks uh, and flipped it for like two three four grand something ridiculous like that yep. but you know he loves King Golden too. State man keep digging in them long boxes son so uh, yeah but we keep on waiting we keep on saying when are we gonna get a spawn trailer because when it does. Every spawn book will explode. Oh. So, I mean, maybe not a spawn number one since the print run was like ginormous. It was right, huge. But, but I wanted to say spawn number one is a very, very iconic book. It has yeah. many dedications in it. It's got splash pages in the back. For those of you guys who've never picked up spawn number one and read it, just don't have a slab copy. Get a raw copy and look at it. It's really an important book for that time. Todd really dedicated the book to many Marvel legends. So yeah. please check out I, that book. I would recommend getting the spawn number one black and white. I mean, that's, I think that's the holy grail of spawn books to me. Um, you know, it's a spawn uh, number one, black and white, um, you know, and that fetches big bones too. So 
Let's go see what's shaking today, boys and girls. Um, but uh, Otto is collecting comments from our last video, so you know uh, we're gonna uh, <clears throat> give away you stuff. Ready to do at... the giveaway for the you want to do the giveaway for the last video? You want to save that for after we see what's uh, shaking? Oh, we're gonna see what's shaking first, man. We're gonna yeah, see what's shaking, and then you know, shout out to everybody in the chat. If you guys are enjoying the show, we got a hundred and forty plus in the chat. Some of the best on youtube you guys are fantastic the knowledge that you guys have the collections you have amazing please take a moment hit the thumbs up and after the show drop a comment below and make sure you get that secret word tivo is going to drop on you so that we can get you in this giveaway that we're going to do here in a couple minutes yep going feeling crazy this year just giving away stuff man so do it over to coverprice.com Checking out what's uh, this is the top 10 that we dropped on every Tuesday uh, that you can listen on podcasts as well. Alexa, play Lords of the Long Box podcast on Spotify. Um, dominated by Spider Man, looks like, but interesting is Sex Criminals of Bitch Planet, which were both options. So, and uh, I believe Biker Mice was too, as well, which was a really weird book. Um, these are the weekly movers, the highest units oh. sold. Oh, Dark Web X Men, that looks dope. Uh, Spider Man 2099, still going strong, man, still going strong. But we're here to see what's shaking, boys and girls. And if you have a full membership, you can see all 50 shakers okay so what are you gonna it's only 6.99 a month come on now Tivo, of... sh shout out to matrix comics drop the super chat on the channel shout we, must, we must take a moment to make to, to shout out matrix it says peace to the lords of the long box family and to everyone holding books till 2024 <laughs> yeah yeah shout out thank you much matrix i'm just give him a follow on instagram he has some great he has a great collection man um yeah, I've been holding too. Um, San Diego Comic Con, and you know, uh, you know, um, for the next the James Gunn announcements, and you know, the um, I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige is going to be dropping some huge nuggets. Apparently, Kevin Feige had some snipers out because uh, somebody leaked the Ant Man Quantumania uh, script. So uh, if it's out there, if you want it, but you know, just if not, you know, just watch it and, and be surprised. But uh, Let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. And you know it can't be shaking show without horror books. Look at this bad boy. Tales from the Crypt issue number 30 from EC 1952. Look at that. Jeez. I don't even know what that is, man. He's drowning. I can't, I can't really make it out. Hold on. So it looks like he's a... He's definitely underwater with like some he's, tools. He's, he's a miner that's being drowned by a GI. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or a cowboy or something. That's definitely a miner. It's golden them near hills, as we always say. How apropos. Uh, CGC uh, 9.0 so for 28.49. Um, January yesterday, not bad wow. at all. Yeah, I need. I, I I missed that bullet. I was always like, I'm gonna get me some. I'm not bad. Look at that one, two, three, four. I'm on the board. Four books already. I'm He's on, okay. You're on five. The board. You're representing. It's one of my favorite books of all time, man. I I, know, I think Otto and I both one on one. That's it. I love it. That's my redhead right there. That's my girl. Yep, uh, <laughs> this your girl first appearance of the Phoenix, uh, 7.0 for uh, nine, uh, 9.0 for $750. Wow, yeah, I, have a, I, I believe I have a 9.6 signed by Chris Claremont. Um, highest known value 9.8, 13,249 back in May 27, 2021. When uh, when the Feige effect happens and they bring in the X Men and uh, they do a proper, 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 proper. Dark Phoenix saga. It's gonna it's gonna explode as it should. Um, but uh come on now, robots. Boom. You gotta love the robots. Strange worlds, the metal murderer. It looks like uh what's his name from uh Doom Patrol? It does, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. man. Which is ending, unfortunately. That and Titans. Yeah, Doom Patrol and Titans. Yeah, James Gunn is overhauling everything. So uh Raw Dog, uh 5.0, 6.5, sold for 1250. This 12 came out of 19. It came out in 1952. A 9.0 for $6,600 was sold on January wow. 15th. Um, from 1952, that is some time machine shit right there, man. That is some time machine stuff right there. Um, sold a 252 and a 300 today. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, let's get some wholesome books on here, right? Should we, we? Mickey Mouse magazine. Look at that. Come on now. 10 cents. Mickey from 1938. Wow. wow, something made on real paper. Wow, yeah, that came from trees. My god, raw, no gray, 949. Let's see what the highest known value is. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, it's, it's a ghost. I mean, good luck. I mean, you know, from 1999, kids buying Mickey Mouse comics, they weren't 
worried about the condition. They were like no. holding them up, putting them in their pockets, riding their bikes, doing whatever they got to do. You know what I'm saying? They, they didn't care. Uh, <clears throat> Foxhole. Foxhole. What is that? Yeah. What is this from Mainline Comics? This is war as seen by the guys who do the fighting. December 1954. Raw, no great 921. 921. Highest known value is Raw 2000. Uh, that was just last October. Yeah, but uh, dig the cover, man. Let's look at some I've, more of these covers. I've, 1954. I mean, this is it's it's gold. Death March. Look at that. Fallout oh, wow. War. Great. I love being Tell able you, to man. Sign up for cover price membership, and Yo, you could just fall Tebow, down the rabbit hole. There's, there's another rabbit hole I just found. When you hit the main title up there, like Foxhole above issue two, and then mm -hmm. it shows you all the covers in the run oh, yeah. in one swoop. Like that. So there's only, yeah, four, only four books in this entire run. What are you waiting for? Complete your collection, man. There's Complete only four. Like, yeah. Yeah. Find those. Look at this dude. This dude's been through hell and back. Dear mom, war is like a picnic today. We spent a day at the beach and a bunch yeah, of dead people. Oh, man. $9,330 for 7.0. Um, I, 54? I, I, mean, I don't know was... if it was I don't know if it was Kirby because this was from mainline comics. So uh if Matt's in the live chat, maybe he'd know. Um ninety three hundred dollars. I'm telling you, man, people are going back finding those uh man. those those really uh golden gems from uh, a bygone era. Uh, a lot of X-Men on here. A lot of yeah. X-Men on this. People list. know stuff, people know stuff. Uh mysteries in my... space. Is that a first uh -oh. appearance of that mysteries in space? Next to the yeah, uh, Adam, what's his name? No, it's not. No, no, it's Adam not. Strange. I was just wondering. Yeah, Adam Strange. Yeah, it's, it's not his first appearance, but still robots, and we dig still it. Still robots. Mystery in Space number fifty-three from nineteen fifty-nine, eight forty-six, and a some point oh. You just don't see them that often, man. Do, do, do ah, another one that's great. Look at that. Uh, now that's a PA to cover. Oh man, that is right? so great. Am I saying it right, Otto? What's that? A Where Pieta? copies Pieta a, cover? Yes. Or, yeah. Where it copies something else. Um, well, or, yeah. Well, know. this holding the, the lifeless body in your arms. Yeah. That, there's a lot of that in comic books. You'll see yeah. that yeah. a lot. The Superman holding Supergirl. Supergirl crisis. One. And then there was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Eight point, eight, oh. 9.8 for $800. That is a steal, I think. That is. I mean that whole run. Value that set the highest value. Yeah, I mean that whole run from from giant size to X Men ninety four all the way up to one forty two, one forty four. Yep. You know, I think they're all great, man. So look at the Kang right there. Just that's going to even and go it's even still, higher. Still, let's see the numbers on the Kang. Can you? Can, I want to show you something else we drilling. Go into that Kang. I had so many copies you know, of this book that I sold. We talk about if this is the hottest. Slide down just below where it shows you the the highest known value. And it'll show you kind of what's been going on in the market and, and just a little just a little glimpse right here. There's raw comic sales with the average FMVs are for each of these. I like going into this section. It helps me do a real quick, you know, quick pricing when I'm going through books. Yeah. So look at just recently, eleven six, there was a twelve hundred dollar sale and a raw very fine wow. on January 15th. It was a $780 sale for a VG raw to the left side's raw. And then on the right side, you can see, you know, the latest and greatest slab sales. This thing is selling like every My couple, LCS days. Has to every couple of days for sale. Actually, one of these is um, selling. Yeah. Um, yeah. My LCS actually has a copy for sale right now. Look at this incredible science fun. Why not? You know, that is some fantastic art from 1955. Look at that. You, you remember that comment I made about the chat? Here we go. Here's an example of that chat. Kirby did all four foxhole covers. Great. Thank you very much, Wookiee Fanatic. Go. Right. There you go. Busting that out. Busting nice. That knowledge, man. The knowledge. Right. Second to none. Uh, Justice League of America, Wolf by Night. I always love these frame covers that uh that they did in the Bronze Age. Uh frame covers was like a box right there. Yep. Uh, first appearance of the dark hold. Yeah. I'm telling you, uh, golden to them heroes get supernatural Marvel books, you know, strange Academy and uh, all that good stuff. I'm telling you stuff is going to happen. I just feel it in my bones. Ooh, come on. I was this a good girl cover. What? 
Ooh, that works, right? Red tongue. No, she has to be blonde. She has to be blonde. Does she have to be blonde? Uh, maybe. Well, I'm gonna maybe. say she's a maybe she's a bad girl cover because she's holding people up because she's an outlaw, baby. Uh, women, women outlaws. Women outlaws. Two. Issue number two from 1948. Six hundred dollars for a six point oh. Uh, three. value three thousand. Where do people even find this shit, man? I mean, wow. Damn. Now I need to deal. Nineteen forty-eight, though. I mean, come on. And see all the uh there's how many issues in this series? Eight total eight, issues yeah, in this series. Eight. Yeah. Some completionist is like, I don't care. I need this last one. Look at that. Can can girls. If you don't know what a can can girl is, no, uh, forget it. You don't have a yeah. <laughs> you don't have the movie antenna on your TV. Yeah, look at this. Tomb of Dracula. Number 23. Oh, I love me. Who's the cover man. artist on that? That is yeah, somebody in the live chat will tell us. Somebody do your chat thing, live chat. Chat, <laughs> dude, just doing it. So there's six hundred and fifteen dollars in a nine point eight. Um, uh, wonder. I don't know if there's a first appearance in there or something, man. Because there's always something that you know people don't catch or cover price doesn't catch. Not blaming anybody. Okay, cover price needs to check. I got something. We're gonna we're gonna we're getting fact checked here from the from our live chat here first. Batmite, shout out to you. Kirby founded Mainline Publications, which was short-lived. That's great knowledge. And then Sequential says Marvel Chillers 1 from 1975 would be the first Darkhold. Mm. Mm. I think it's first mention of the Darkhold. I don't know if they actually show it. Is that what it is? I don't know. Just Who knows, them. man? It's We've gotten to the point of collecting where we, people have speculated on a test tube. So I, um, that's, I don't put dude, anything. Dude, that test tube. I, I took a picture of that. I sold that on Whatnot the other day and yeah, took a picture the Knicks. of the, the actual. Uh, yeah. No, it was a um, Wolverine it's, issue. Yeah, but it's the test tube is for Knicks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, on NYX, the side. It says yeah. X23. It's X20, a huge X23. test. I mean, it's a, it's a huge panel. Yeah. Um, Speaking of groovy, love these psychedelic no, Steranko covers. Otto, what was Steranko taking when he was doing this? Oh, he was uh, taking acid, everything. Right? In the middle yeah. of New York he was an acid man. Oh, he loved this stuff. He loved the trip. spy. He always talks about this. He loved the spy stories. He loved New York City. Um, he loved everything about it. I mean, he was definitely on. If you ever get a chance, chance to chat him up, uh, he will chat you up. Uh, no, he'll he, chat yeah, you, but he won't take a picture with you unless you're a woman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's see some of the other covers here that are pretty. Uh, see, I mean, they got kind of tame later on, but I mean, here's one of the classic ones too. This yeah. one, I love this one too. This Look is a good one. And then, yeah. Kind of Nick, and then the Nick Scorpion cover. Space. Yeah, this one too. Yeah, that first one's wicked. Look at that. Yeah, first one. Yeah, the, yeah number one. He'll sign his shit out of these. We know that, right? I mean, he snaps a, that pen like he's Look at like, what's going on here. He is on just, yeah, a, yeah he's tripping right now. Like, uh, here, like I've always said, if you ever get a chance to talk to Neil Adams, ask him about the X Men logo, and he will give you an earful. Um, yep. He is uh, the one that created the new X Men logo. I think yep. it's issue right. 50, 49 or 50. 49, 49 or 50. Yeah, 49 50. And he keeps and he keeps saying, I've never got a penny for it. Uh, and he'll uh -huh. just go on a tirade and just go off and off and off. Uh let's see, but oh Angel and the Ape. Why not? Angel and the Ape number 77 from 1968. Uh drop the pen, Sam. I have a feeling our first case is here. So uh it's a hot chick and an ape detective. An ape. Man, why not? DC <laughs> yeah. showcase. Why not? Uh, yeah, five forty nine. What, what could happen? Yeah, there's our Aspen book, uh, that Wolverine book that uh, Todd McFarlane oh, was talking about. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah look my, at this book right here. Yeah, about Batmite. Is this first appearance? Yes, it is. Yeah. First yeah. appearance of Batmite from 1959. I want to get this as much as I want to get the first appearance of Crypto. I could probably find this quicker than I could find the first appearance of Crypto, but... Yo, speaking of which, I just saw um, Super Sons on HBO Max uh, yep. and launching the new segment of Things You Should Watch by TiVo. Bum, ba -da -da. I got to think of a cool graphic and music for that. Um, Super Sons, excellent animated film by on HBO Max, and Crypto is in it. And Crypto, really? 
yeah, I, I don't want to give away spoilers on it, but uh, and and Starro is the villain, you know, the giant oh, starfish. Right. Yeah, so uh, it's 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 Damien and you know a, a Superman's son. A Superman's son is coming into his powers, but Damien is Damien is hilarious because he's already like, I'm an assassin. You know, I know how to kill people. And at one point, <laughs> I, I'm not going to spoil everything, but there's a bully picking up picking on Superman's son before Superman's son realizes he has powers yet. So he does, the he does the death, uh, the death mock or demock, whatever he goes and paralyzes him. Like that. <laughs> and he goes, what are you doing? Oh, don't worry. He's paralyzed. He'll come out of it. He goes, what? He goes in about a week. <laughs> that is so Damien, man. So Damien. All right. So, uh, Let's go uh, and share the screen, JB. I'm going to leave it all to you. Let's pick a winner. Yeah, all right. So for, let's uh, tell you what uh, we got here. Um, in the last for, show, everybody, uh, TiVo asked for the people on the Rewind to drop a comment. And you too. You know, if you're joining us on the live, as soon as the stream ends, please drop a comment below. And uh, we're going to do this again next week. I'm not sure what the magic word is yet. But last week, the magic word was uh, Bird City. So we've got this one loaded up to grab some comments here. Yeah, make sure and, you like and subscribe um, as well. So you got to make sure you are liked. You like the you like the video and you are subscribed to the channel, which you should be anyway. And shout out to Sequential Geek who did the work again and says yes, JB is correct. So I must uh, take a moment to say uh, you're correct. Marvel Spotlight Four was the first appearance of the Dark Hold. Our and viewers the and friends issue, are the best. It was man. Only mentioned. Yeah, I have nice. one district. Yeah, dude, we got the best chat in the, in the business right here. We so do. now we're shout gonna give shout out to Michelle too. Uh, uh, we have the best girls in the in in uh, best females and girls and women. That's also. right. You know, that's right. Absolutely. Man. Tiva, what are we giving away for this poll here? For this random, <laughs> what what have you got? What are you what are you what are you about to to hand out? All right, I'm gonna put you on solo real quick so you can. Right, show here he books. goes. You ready? Yep. There you go. Okay, that. Uh, one of those. And are you ready to disclose the word that we want left? Or is it just any comment? You know, I just want any comment. Just we'll figure something out, man. We'll figure something out. Man. We'll figure, we'll figure something, something out. Any comment. Drop a comment. All right. Any comment. Hit the like button. Give it away. The, you're going to get six. I have these 15. All six. Ten commandments. Ten commandments. What are you doing? Gargoyles, number one, Bird City Comics exclusive. Plush, number one, Bird City Comics exclusive. Radiant Pink. I Hate Fairyland, Love number that one. Love that cover. Uh, something is killing the children, right? Yep. House of Slaughter, yeah. I think. Oh, House of Slaughter, yeah. And then the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very nice. So all six of these are going to go to the name that pops up on this random comment picker thing. Yes, it is. All right, here we go, folks. This is it. We're going to do this random comment picker. I've got it. Uh, I got the show loaded in there. Let's go over here. I've got the show loaded in there. Uh, it wants me to do math. I'm going to try the math again. I think it's 15. And then check the Let's comments. Let's do it. I think it's 77. We got 77 comments. And uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, this is based on dropping a comment on the show after the show. We're going to do this again next week. Okay, so make sure you're dropping a comment on the show after the show. And the winner is Lord of Brooklyn. A Lord for finally Lords of Brooklyn won something. He's always in our. He's always in our show. Congratulations, brother, man! Congratulations Congratulations to you. You're getting all six of those books. And is it any comment, Tiva? We're gonna go any comment below after this for the people watching. Mm. Mm. How about this? Comment which one was your favorite book that we showed, whether it was from the top 10 or from the list tell us yeah, which and your we'll favorite just, we book won't even the do the top a, 10 we'll, we'll, or the list yeah. you got to give us the book name and then yeah, we'll we won't even do to, a filter to, we won't even do a filter, filter we'll just down. we'll just all all comments all comments all, all comments comments. we're feeling crazy all because comments. i'm going to give away the same all exact comments. set again <laughs> i got to give away the same same exact set okay another set got a whole box of them Got a box of them. Um, and Laura was selling, and Aunt was was Laura was saying, Tim Tivo's crazy. He's selling all he's selling all these books. He goes, people would usually fit those. I go, you know what? Hey man, I'm a proud, yeah. you know, Bird City is a proud sponsor, and they are happy, you know, glad you know 
there's a there's a dirty secret in the world of comic books where a lot of people get comps right and they flip their comps um you know and some people don't you know uh you know and i'm one of the lucky few that get comps from my sponsor and i want to give it back to you guys for supporting the lord so make sure you like subscribe smash all that good stuff and we're gonna do it again on what is it Tuesday. thursday Tuesday. Tuesday. So Tuesday. make sure you Tuesday. leave a comment Tuesday. on this. Make leave sure you like comment. the video too, because uh, right now we're only at 77 likes. So See? let's get the likes up we there, man. We should have waited. We should have waited till we got 100 likes before we gave that book away. Man. We had the we had the crowd. We had 128 people. They would have done it. Yeah, make sure you're hitting the like on the way out if you enjoyed the show. You know you'd had a good time. We appreciate you. All right. Well, I guess those are JB's last words. Oh no, my I have my I have to use my <laughs> saying. You ready? Yeah. Don't forget. We had a good time. All That's right. Thank you, Fedora Man. Uh, Jay, uh, Otto, any last words? Not much. They're great hanging out with you guys tonight. Great to see everybody in the live chat. Appreciate all the love from all the people. Great to see all the familiar names. But if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, head over to Three Men in the Basement. We got a live show. It's going to be tons of fun. This is the Triple Dave show. So it's going to be good times. Lots of cool pickups. Roger was on a, a comic book buying bender where the mailman was like i can't bring any more stuff dude i've been here three times today so see all the crazy stuff that he bought because i know damn well he doesn't remember um and uh you know keep digging them log boxes my boy always says also otto before i remiss i i wanted to remind everybody maybe because uh, that live chat about uh for ages i'm, I'm yes. like yeah what, what's yeah. going on what are, what are we doing for ages so for our friends or ages comics alaska needs a little help to get yep. stay afloat in these rough times uh, what are we doing Correct. So uh, as you guys know, um, Ages Comics of Alaska had a tough, tough winter um, and they started to go fund me. Many, 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 many people in the comic book community have donated. And we thank you for that. That link for that is on their Web page um, and it'll bring you right there if you can keep donating. Also, many people in the um, comic book community, myself, uh, for the principal defects, the Lords of the Long Box, Comic Pod uh, Podcast. We are making T-shirts to benefit from them. Um, Guy Forge has been working really hard on them. You'll see those hopefully in a week. We're going to be doing like a charity auction for them also to help them. So we do have many things in the works to help out Ages Comics of Alaska. But if you are if you feel like uh, donating now, head over right now and donating. Because as all of you know, Ages Comics of Alaska deserves to stay open. The LCS has deserved to stay open. And Lou and Amy and their entire team are amazing, amazing people uh, who give so much more who give so much back to the comic book community and we want to help them. So stay tuned. We've got a lot of stuff planned for that. Okay. Well That's said. Awesome. So make sure you check out our friends at ages comics of Alaska. And uh, with that, uh, we can give you an extra bonus outro. Uh, and uh, until next time, boys and girls keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Lou here. Your out of shape comic book collector. And I'm welcoming you to another episode of What to Put in Your Box. Oh man, you're not gonna believe this, dude. Your book came back a 9-8. A 9-8 karate kick! Oh. <laughs> hey guys, it's Comic Lou here, and this is another episode of our Top 10, where the comics we talk about, ironically, are on my eBay store. And I'm here, joined by the comic sensei from Alaska himself, Kevin. What's up, guys? We got our top 10 books. This is on our top 10 here. It's uh, Peach Momoko. Peach Momoko! Take a look. I love Peach Momoko. I love Peach Dude, what? Dude, it's my book. Dude, stop! It's my book! Dude, stop! <laughs> Man. I'm T-Ho from Lords of the Short Box. Screw that guy, British style. Yo, DJ Curse Words, kick it. First things first, I say all the words inside of me. I'm fired up and tired of the way the things are. Man, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I can't get over that, dude. That is the best. Peace out, everybody.
the world's three breaking heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Know that the Lord is up there. Um, What's in the box? 